Like many others, the world shifted for me in 2020. I just hadn't realized it. Please! Please, I can't breathe! At first, the death of George Floyd was just another story in a series of atrocities that I had to cover like every other journalist. I tucked away my emotions, humanity, and did my job. But after a while, that got harder to do. The protests didn't stop. The video kept circulating. And the workplace conversations got more intense. And then came the day of George Floyd's funeral. I was in the newsroom listening to the choir sing toward the end of the service, and I broke. I had to get up from my desk, rush to someplace secluded, and I cried for two hours straight. For a while, I couldn't understand why. My life was not like Floyd's. We took very different paths that put us in very different circumstances. But the reality is, we live in a world that sees us the same, that diminishes our shared humanity and will not hesitate to snuff us out. Accept it or not, George Floyd is me. Tamir Rice is me. Breonna Taylor is me. Tatiana Jefferson is me. Malice Green is me. Emmett Till is me. Black and expendable. It was a sad and hopeless realization that hit me like a brick wall. Now, is this the whole truth? Of course not. But the very real threat of state-sanctioned violence against Black humanity my humanity, has hanged over our heads for generations. And sitting with that thought, those experiences, that fear is a horrible way to live. And for me, the sum of those experiences manifested into two words that changed the trajectory of my life, racial trauma. Since then, I have spent much of my life working to recover, some ways healthy, some ways toxic, some ways failed, and some ways succeeded. But what I learned along the way is that America has a mental and behavioral health care system that is not equipped to address racial trauma in the many ways it impacts Americans' lives. So I decided to scratch the surface and to find out why, and look at what is and can be done about it. This is what I've found so far. I'm Alex Spearman, and you're listening to Psychological Injury, Exploring Racial Trauma. I want to start by letting you know that these interviews were conducted in 2021. I've tried multiple times to complete this series, but honestly, life got in the way. However, I believe that time has allowed me to approach the central themes from a clearer perspective as I go on my own mental health journey. Before we dig into racial trauma, let's get an understanding of what it means. Racial trauma is a psychological injury. I believe that happens resulting from stressors related to racism and violence against people of color. That's Deborah Cruz, a Washington, D.C. based psychotherapist and certified employee assistance professional. When you're exposed to uh, a lot of um, perceived or real microaggressions, macroaggressions, um, injustices being treated um, differently, discrimination, and it just comes back to back to back it's like cumulative not only personally but when you see other people of color being exposed to that it can create a trauma 
um, where you, you expect that it's going to happen to you um, because you see it so much. And that's Janice Evans, owner of Evans Counseling and Consultation. Both Cruz and Evans are both Black women in the field. You'll be hearing from both of them throughout the series. You'll notice that Evans described racial trauma as being something you can experience directly and indirectly. The National Center for PTSD under the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs describes racial trauma this way. Racial trauma refers to the emotional impact of stress related to racism, racial discrimination, and race-based stressors, such as being affected by stereotypes, hurtful comments, or barriers to advancement. Racial trauma can refer to a specific incident of racial discrimination or the ongoing harmful emotional impact of racial discrimination that builds up over time. People can experience racial trauma from something that happens directly to them or seeing others mistreated because of their race. Coverage of events caused by racial discrimination in the media can also be upsetting and repeated viewing of frequent media accounts can amplify those feelings. Evans adds that racial trauma can also be passed down generationally. You expect that it's going to happen to your family, family members, your, your children. Um, so you start to have reactions um, where you anticipate that something bad is going to happen, and that can create anxiety. So now that you know what racial trauma means, let's take a step back and look at trauma itself. The Canadian Center for Addiction and Mental Health describes trauma as the lasting emotional response that often results from living through a distressing event. Experiencing a traumatic event can harm a person's sense of safety, sense of self, and the ability to regulate emotions and navigate relationships. Long after the traumatic event occurs, people with trauma can often feel shame, helplessness, powerlessness, and intense fear. And when the thoughts and memories of the traumatic event don't go away or get worse, they may lead to post-traumatic stress disorder, PTSD, which can seriously disrupt a person's ability to regulate their emotions and maintain healthy relationships. Earlier, you heard Deborah Cruz refer to it as a psychological injury. It's really the systemic effect on the human body, the human mind of what happens during that type of injury, psychological injury. It has a lifelong effect if it's not correctly remedied or healed. But as Cruz has seen in her practice, PTSD doesn't just manifest mentally. It can take a toll on the entire being. Janice Evans. Mm -hmm. What kind of impact can that have on people's health, well-being, and their lives? It can definitely have physical, mental, psychological impacts where you're having symptoms, where you think that there must be something wrong, where your heart is palpitating, that you have heart palpitations rather, um, nervousness, um, upset stomach, headaches, uh, because when you're exposed to a lot of stress, a heightened stress, your body is going to tell you first. So you're going to have those physical symptoms. Um, you could uh, have problems with your appetite, where your appetite changes, uh, sleep problems, dreams, nightmares. When we come back, a look at why racial trauma needs a specific focus from practitioners. You're listening to Psychological Injury, Exploring Racial Trauma. I'm Alex Spearman. This is Psychological Injury, Exploring Racial Trauma. I'm Alex Spearman. So we've established that trauma is the lasting emotional response to living through, experiencing, or even witnessing a distressing event. 
Post-traumatic stress disorder, or PTSD, is the psychological injury that can happen as a result of that trauma and can manifest both mentally and physically and last long after the traumatic event occurs. Racial trauma is the emotional impact of stress related to racism, racial discrimination, and race-based stressors that can come directly from people or be experienced within a wider system. So what happens when you are faced with trauma that can feel unavoidable? And I'm guessing that can be tough because our identities aren't anything that we can escape. Exactly. Exactly. You know, it's it's not like it's it's hidden. It's you don't know how you're going to be treated when you walk into a room or an establishment because the thing that you know is causing you to be treated in a certain way is showing. You can't hide that. Not to mention the cumulative effect it can have over time when generations of family or community members experience racial trauma. Yes. Because with generational trauma, you're also looking at the impact it's had on a a particular generation. And then they're going to have behaviors that in reactions that respond to that trauma. So take millions of Americans who have passed down racial trauma through generations. Now add a stream of violent incidents that people can now witness from the palm of their hands and on screens across the globe, along with years of racial upheaval during a global pandemic. Do you think America's mental health care system is equipped to handle that? So the short answer is no. Over the course of this series, we'll hear from people who live with racial trauma, some of the therapists working to address gaps within the system, and look at what you and I can do to help heal some of those wounds and live a more serene life. You're listening to Psychological Injury, and I'm Alex Spearman. 